Bernie Kosar Show with the legendary Cleveland quarterback himself alongside the top dog, Hanford Dixon. <laughs> Happy Victory Monday. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. How are we feeling you, after this weekend? Top dog. Hey, man. Happy, happy Ken. <laughs> Big happy, day. Happy, Big play day. Happy New Year, everyone. You know what I say? You know, I was talking to um, a name from the past, Ricky Feature. Oh, uh, Ricky Dude Feature. And, All right. Uh, Ricky, I said, uh, you know, I was giving him a hard time. I said, you know what? You need to fall on your knees and you need to thank God that he let you see another year. <laughs> and then he came back at me. He said, well, you the one need to fall on your knees. I said, well, you're right. I, I did thank him. But uh, again, everyone, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to everybody out there. Oh, great way to start uh, 2023. On a victory Monday, I want to be more positive. I want to be more fired up. I want to be more excited. It just when the playoffs aren't at stake, it's nice to get the win. It's better than the L. But when you don't have a chance to be playing in this playoff magnitude, um, the excitement level gets tampered, tempered uh, drastically with me, bro. Well, before what do you think? I, I agree. Before I jump on that, though, I want to talk about this uh, excellent uh, New Year's Eve. Uh, party we had uh, here opening up. Oh, yeah. Uh, we have some pictures, I too, mean, if you guys yeah. want to start with that. Yeah, I, I thought Yeah, that give was, us uh, a little show here. Yeah. Okay. How about in, in the new studio yeah, downtown. We got to start off the, with that. New here. studio. Look at this. Yeah, Beautiful. Let's, let's welcome in, while we're at it, Ken and Dave, their new little spot right there. Looking good. No angry Ken meter today. Well, you know what? I Because we're in our brand new studios, and the Browns have not lost this year, I figured it was only right that I retire angry Ken. <laughs> and I'm happy, Ken. And everything is positive on today's show. And everything we're going to talk about from me is happy. Okay, cool. Well, with that, let's get into our opening drive and we can show some pictures from our New Year's Eve event. <laughs> Okay, so how did you guys like the event? You you both stayed until midnight, and we got the big bet going. Bernie, how was it? Um, I love the event. I love the new studios. I'm not just saying that to be gratuitous and stuff. I, I love and I embrace the, the start of a new year, 2023, like this. Fired up. I love how, Ken, how you, you mentioned we haven't lost a game this year. Um, but in all seriousness, um, I feel for Ohio State and that poor kicker. Right at midnight, to be here at midnight for that, um, to be putting that first bet down like that, and and to be here in the state of Ohio to grow up watching Ohio State like that, to really want to see him win like that. But I don't ever want to see anybody, um, kicker, player-wise. Yeah. We yeah. we know the ramifications of a player or two going uh, the wrong way and how it affects people's lives, not just in the short run, but in the long run, to. <laughs> to see what happened to that poor young man uh, Saturday night was, was tough to watch. Well, you had to know Ohio State wasn't going to win that ball game. I oh, mean, you, first of all. you Southern guys there. First of all. I go back to angry first Ken real fast. No, first come on, bring it back, Ken. First of all, you playing, uh, you know, a team in the SEC. You playing Georgia, a team that won the national championship last year. And uh, I, I mean, come on now. I, I you, you had to have known Alabama. I mean, well, uh, 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 Ohio State wasn't going to win the game. But one thing I have to say. Are you spiked in that Dr. Pepper well, there? Yeah, no, what the hell's in one, that? One thing I have to say, though, on a serious note, I, I really hated to see anyone, any one of those uh, teams lose that game because I, I thought it was an excellent ball game. 
uh, you know what I always say about Ohio State? I always give Ohio State, uh, you know, I kid, I give a lot, everybody from Ohio, a lot of, I kid with them about Ohio State. Ohio State, I tell you, had more talent than uh, uh, pretty much any other team, especially any other teams in the Big Ten. And I always say Ohio State need to come over to the SEC. Because uh-huh. that, that's where they belong with the talent that they have. But I really feel for that kicker, too. You're exactly right. Yeah, the kicker right. And, and both teams. Um, both quarterbacks played uh, fantastic. CJ uh, from Ohio State, you should be super proud of the competitiveness and the way he played in the game. Both both QBs played you know, top tier. You, you know what I was laughing at uh, watching that game? Because I was wondering, uh, I said, I wonder what Nick Saban is thinking right now. If Nick wanted uh, <laughs> a Kirby Smart to win that game or not since Alabama uh, is not in that championship game. <laughs> Well, trying to figure that one out. Guys, it was a perfect New Year's Eve right up until that point. But uh, uh, as we said, it was the opening of our studios. And if you remember on some of our previous shows, we're down here at Burke Lakefront Airport. And the game plan is right outside our studios. We're building a fantastic, we'll call it sports lounge, that will cater to special events, uh, any big sporting events. As a matter of fact, uh, Gab, I think we've got some picks from the – We've got, maybe we've got some New Year's off. Eve picks. Here's our, our group pick of everybody. Um, we got a screenshot of our bet. Actually, let me do a little close-up screenshot of that, that bet because Bernie Kosar was Look the that. first. We're putting our money where our mouth is. Yes. Our loving of our, yes. our football team. And we We're, need to win it to keep supporting our charities <laughs> and foundations. We've got a lot of ex-players that yeah, want to get into yeah. our treatment program. I, <laughs> I, I really think it's exciting. When we get to the betting portion of the show today, we're going to talk about some really cool things Bernie's doing with that first bet. But I've got to say, congratulations to Pete Rose, because he had the second, second bet best. in the state of Ohio. <laughs> because Bernie, with Hanford next to him, did the very first bet on the Tipico app from the Big Play Studios, and we have the timestamp to prove that at 12 midnight, 12.00.00.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.
night with everybody and everything was just such a big success so i'm happy to be yeah here. we have to give and a shout out to, to mary uh ken's better half who was our caterer oh, the other <laughs> night and deals with us uh, high maintenance people here well we <laughs> now we understand we know who the boss really is i mean oh yeah <laughs> she runs 37 yeah. no actually our anniversary was last week 30 well 37, uh, 30, uh, 37 you, or 38. Yeah, enjoy, enjoy your last one that you forgot. I got the CTE over here, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, Gab, I want to say this, though. I want to thank you guys uh, for the uh, picture over there on the wall. Oh, yeah, I see yes. you guys made an attempt to uh, give me some hair. Oh, uh, wait, actually, oh, let's look. Hang on. We have know, that right, picture yeah, in here, yeah, too. Yeah. Oh, there you guys are. This is cute. The one, that, the one that I have up is actually just you BK, and Bernie, and that's a cute that. shot. <laughs> the, ones on, the ones on the wall here, I like. I sent that one out today, and both people said they took a picture of us. We were on steroids, okay? <laughs> this is pre our diet, okay? This is pre-health and wellness. Right, right. <laughs> that's before, and then we'll get an after over there. Well, what's really funny. neat about that picture is when people come down to Burke, which we encourage you to come down and look at the studios, you'll see images of the different individuals in the Big Play Network and on our shows, but then as different guests make appearances, our tarp, uh, Big Play artists will actually draw their image up there and then we'll ultimately have signatures and that entire wall will become filled with all the individuals that come down into the Big Play studios. So check us out next time you're in the Burke Lakefront area. You know, let me say this, then I, again, I'll let you move on. Look it <laughs> over there at it. I, I mean, it's just outstanding. Who in the hell is a guy over there with that Labatt's in his head. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get for talking about my diet, Dr. Yeah, Pepper. I'll yeah. come back at you that over guy, there. That guy got his eyes closed. Yeah. You know, his, uh, face crooked. Yeah. <laughs> Squeeze the hell out of that Labatt's, you know? This is just our New Year's roast. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, time to move on. Okay, okay. <laughs> Thanks for really contributing yeah. to the show there, bro. <laughs> yeah. All right, gang, should we get into our, our win? We can do this. So Washington had that 11-and-a-half-minute drive, often struggled earlier than – okay, so Washington had a 96-yard, 21-play drive that took up the 11-and-a-half minutes. So, Hanford, how much does a drive like that wear on the defense? I, I tell you, a lot. I mean, a lot because – because when you look at it, uh, a drive like that, the defense was on the field for almost 12 minutes, to be exact, 11 minutes, 27 seconds. I mean, that is a long time. You're talking about a lot of guys that are sucking wind, uh, can barely uh, uh, catch their breath, and it's just so uh, – you, you can't stop them on third down, and that's the thing that really, really hurts because third downs always keep the chains moving. And then you got your offense, and Bernie, Bernie talk about the offense, but they're sitting over there. And they're getting stiff, and and but it's just tough, Gab, on a on a right. defense, and especially now. Uh, I was hoping, I, I was hoping. I said, well, at right before the end of the drive, I was hoping maybe the maybe we'll give up three points, but uh, on fourth down, that damn Carson Wentz finally decided to do something right. He hadn't done anything oh. right the whole damn game, and then he just leaped over. And got the ball over, so they got seven. I think it was ended up seven three at the half. But to answer your question, a drive like that just really drains not just the defense, yeah. but the whole team. 
And yeah, you actually mentioned it a little bit, but yeah, go ahead, Bernie. You, does the offense, how cold do you get there when you're yeah, off the, the field for that long? Yeah, the offense getting cold, the, the draining the whole team, draining the sidelines, because you're watching a <laughs> slow, boring, methodical drive, especially coming off of the way the game started. You know, um, we're up 3 nothing. We we go for it on fourth down, so we don't get it. And I, there was much being said, do you take the points? I've... I've been one of the guys on the first drive to want to take the points. I absolutely understand um, how you, and I played to this all the time. I want to always be up two scores if I can get up two scores. So up three, nothing, kicking a field goal only gets you up six, nothing. But statistically, we, we did this analysis early in the year. If you're going to do the data analytics, you do want to go up by two scores. That absolutely helps it. But um, success rates from two-point plays on the two on the two-yard line is 48 percent. Fourth and four from the four-yard line, it's a success rate of about 35 to 33 percent. So, uh, from an analytics standpoint, you really don't have that much of a chance, um, or you have a one-third chance of success on it. But what it really, from an offensive side, you we came out and we came out no back. Like we, we had said last week, possibly we wanted to see Deshaun throwing the ball more. I think we wanted to do that more in this game. We came out in no back, and we, we marched down the field. That long drive like that really kind of gets you off of your game in terms of not wanting to, not yes, getting tired, but not being able to get out there and make the throws and kind of get what you wanted to see in the game. And, and I'm going to say this before I go to you, Ken. Uh, Gab, when we – on the field, like when we're on the field like that for a long drive, and after the drive is ended, if that would have been me and and a, the rest of the defense coming to the sideline, we would avoid uh, uh, eye contact with Birdie and the rest of the right. team over there in right. the office because they'd be looking at us like, "What the hell were yeah. you guys doing out there?" Obviously, we didn't stop. Vice versa, like when yeah, we right, come right, three right, and right. out, three and out. I'm looking to yell at the offensive right. coordinator. I don't want to make eye contact with you, right. top dog. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you guys have said all season long how important it is on that double dip. Have the ball, score at the end, and then get the ball to start the second half. And I've got to say, this is why I'm happy, Ken, because I have to admit, I was skeptical that we haven't been making adjustments at halftimes. But these guys, and you can imagine what that locker room was like after that drive. But I got hats off to Coach Stefanski, Coach Woods, because we held them. I think it was three and out on that first drive of the second half. And then, man, we just held them in check to the rest of the way, and Deshaun went lights out. Well, he had to, Ken, because when you look at it, Bernie, I mean, first half, I think Deshaun was three for eight for 23 yards. Over four on third downs, no conversions. I mean, it was as dreadful um, an offensive performance in the first half as as we've seen um, in good weather um, so far this year. I mean, nine for 18, 169 yards to end up with three scores yeah. after the way the first half went was absolutely amazing. Why did it click, Bernie? Um, you saw you saw in the first half, I think we wanted to sp- uh, spread the ball out and see Deshaun throwing the ball. You know, the, uh, they wanted almost said the Redskins. The Commanders have four number one picks on their front four, and yesterday um, – they had been playing shell coverage. They got five sacks during the game. They had a, yeah. they had really good pressure oh. in the first half of the game, and they were playing. Um, we were expecting shell type coverage, and they were walking that safety up into the box, playing um, playing the extra man in the box to stop the run. 
And then instead of having double coverage outside, they had single coverage outside. I think it took us that first half to, to realize that they've come off of their game plan. They're not doubling the outside receivers slash Amari Cooper. He's getting single covered. Now we come out in the third quarter, we realize our running game is going to be minimized because they got the extra guy in there. And Amari Cooper singled and Deshaun, Coach Stefanski, Alex Van Pelt, uh, coming up with the plays and then Deshaun executing and finding him. I mean, three catches, just three catches, yeah. but for 105 yards yeah. and two touchdowns. And, and, that, and that first one really got him going, that 46-yard touchdown pass where he made the defensive back miss, then he cut it down the sideline. But let me let me uh, say, uh, let me just yeah. say on that play, too, here is a 46-yard play. Yeah. Um, man coverage, yeah. just cover three, but basically yeah. the corner's got you. Deep third like that, you know the corner cannot let you no. get past him like no. that. That's really just a 10-yard speed out. Yeah. So uh, us QBs, I mean, to Amari Cooper, we love you. Okay, when you can give us that rack yeah. like that, yeah. when I can just throw a speed out and home slice gets to chug it 46 yards into the end zone, I love that. Yeah. Love that. And, and let me say this, and Bernie, you can comment on this. Um, and and I'm, I'm thinking now on the lines of Deshaun uh, Watson, uh, a good football player. Good football players uh, – understand because like when I played like say for instance uh there was a week that went by I didn't have a a, a good or great game I knew that that game that good game or that great game was going to come maybe the next week or definitely the following week because I I understand my talent I know how good I am I know what I can do and that's why I just knew sooner or later uh, within the next two weeks or something uh Deshaun was going to have a great game because you you're a great player you can't have too many bad games. I mean, yeah. it's just not in you. It's right. just not in me. It's just not in yeah, actually, us. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. So, like, one of the things that actually is so surprising me a little bit today is the people that are saying, wow, thank God that Deshaun had a great game. Right. and." Least yeah. know we have a good quarterback. Like, wait, fans, don't worry about <laughs> yeah. that. We have a, a good, good quarterback. quarterback. That's not the issue on the football team. Um, we know that giving him time, he's gonna be fantastic playing. It's are the other pieces around the team ready to handle a winning team. You know what I liked about him too? I liked about him. He was uh, you, you see him starting a high step and and do some things where the little cockiness coming yeah, out of him. I like excitement. that. I well, like that. You know what? What we saw, and again, that's why I'm happy, Ken. It takes me back to the days of Bernie, yeah. when Bernie had complete control of that offense, and it was just so natural. Different style player. I never saw Bernie run and <laughs> escape the way we saw him. I did, did. But I saw Bernie throw those laser shots. I saw Bernie throw those laser shots, but come on, Hanford, when Deshaun's running around like that and escapes the rush, those defenders can't keep up with the receivers, right? I, I'm telling you, the way he escaped, some of those, uh, when you look at their defensive line, I'm telling you, they're strong. They got a strong front four. Yeah, you almost and can't. The law of physics, you almost can't get away from that. I mean, could you imagine the beating you would give your D lineman for blowing a tackle on yes, those quarterbacks? Yes, you would and drill them today in meetings. Right, they wouldn't want to show up. Yes, yes, and Christ. he got away. And that was a great point. I mean, great, great point. Did you sure you didn't play in the uh, national? Well, Football actually, uh, you know, over the holidays, I went out in the backyard and <laughs> tore it, <laughs> tore it up against the neighborhood. Uh, <laughs> The neighborhood third graders couldn't tackle me. <laughs> well, 
you were you were that mascot drilling people there, running over the eight-year-olds. Well, those, those eight-year-olds couldn't believe how hard I could throw well, it too. You know, I like you this way. You know, I, I don't like that damn angry kid. That, I like you, Bertie. Don't you like him this way today? A festive cat. Yeah. In fact, I punted the ball so high that one kid started to cry. But you know what? It gave the fans so much hope now. As a matter of fact, Ted Crow, our artist, who does a great job, I think really illustrates how the fans in Cleveland are feeling. So, uh, you guys, this is an incredible shot with the uh, crystal ball and uh, our little angry elf. He little, he's got some hope there, Hanford. Yeah, I tell you, Ted, is is just unbelievable. Unbelievable. He can see things. That, I mean, Ted is letting Stefanski uh, – Stefanski called a great game. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I mean, Great I, game, great adjustments, we, good we, second we, we give him a hard time when he doesn't do as well, but this game, you're right. He was in yeah. the crystal ball. You know, the, the a big talk today, and even the crystal ball when Nostradamus um, referenced the, the thinking of, of the future and stuff – um, it absolutely shows bright signs for that. It's just I want to, and I want to again the start of the first podcast for 2023. We, we're one and zero in this season. I want to be positive with it. But top dog, give me your opinion on this. The reality of what we did yesterday, what we're going to do this week. Um, there's really no carryover to the next football season. So this building for next year, as much as I want to sit here and say, hey, this is going to be great. This will carry on to the 2023 season in September and will have ramifications to, to what happens next year. Um, each seasons are distinct and uh, to their own. And, and right now, this is it's almost this is business type hope where their uh, rhetoric gets you thinking about next year. This is, this is not a situation where um, this is going to be building up for, for a Year. Yeah, and you would get me mad because you know I'm all upset because this season is over and uh, everybody's talking about, you know, they see that game yesterday. And you're right. A lot of people start thinking about talking about it's going to get next year, next year. Oh, look, this is going to be bright for next year. No, no. Let's finish this season out because uh, I, I, I think we have to make some changes. We have to make some changes uh, on the staff right now. I'm not going to address it. I'll, you know, I'll talk about things I think that we should do. Uh, probably um, in another show, but uh, we have to make some changes uh, to this football team. But we have some great players on this football team. I mean, starting with our quarterback, uh, that that right there is in place. And I, you know, we 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 gave. Well, one of the things, one of the things too, though, that I think it showed through the year and through the Jacoby Brissett side of yeah. it was how good really Jacoby yeah. played. Yeah. Yet we still lost games. Yeah. So there are games that um, we're playing where. Again, I'm not trying to protect us quarterbacks, but it's deeper than just a quarterback it issue is. at times. And we need we need more depth on certain positions player-wise also to be able to handle the, the depth that some of the top-tier teams. And the AFC, as great as it looked at the beginning of the year, we have a good half dozen to eight top-tier quarterbacks, but it's really breaking down to Buffalo, Cincinnati, and Kansas City. And they're really at elite physical levels yeah. on top of elite um, system levels, and we're we're not in that level yet. And I've we're always, not in that level. And I've yet. always said the game of football is played and controlled on the offensive and defensive line of scrimmage. And uh, can we uh, get a hold of uh, 
the commanders and see if they'll let us uh, loan us a couple yeah. of them. Oh, <laughs> yeah. tackles. Chase Young, yeah. Ohio State, Hanford, oh, Ohio yeah. State, though, Chase Young. You know, I've never said Ohio State. Ohio State can compete with any team, and I give them a hard. That's why yeah. I say they need to be playing in the SEC. Hey, you know, to the Ohio State, to yesterday's game, to the, the chess match within the game, and, yeah. and to defense. Yeah. Denzel Ward, another pick yesterday. Yes. Like yes. how yes. Um, he was with um, um, kind of mashed up on Terry McClown yeah. yesterday. Uh, Ohio State. So that Ohio State connection, these guys are teammates, and to see those two oh. matched up yesterday. And then to see him really shut him down. Yeah. Two catches, 25 yards, um, you know, for Denzel to make yeah. that first pick like that. That really set the tempo for us to um, in that first half when we were struggling offensively. And Grant Delpit, what did you? I was going to say, what did you think about Grant Delpit? Um, Hanford, especially. That, let's see, it was three interceptions. You talked about Wards. Delpit had two. Cleveland defense has eight interceptions in the last five games. What do you see from the defense? I, I like Grant. I, I think he's really becoming a player back then, that secondary. If you guys noticed, uh, last week I talked about him because I thought he had an outstanding game last week. But he came back, back-to-back uh, -back games, uh, obviously two interceptions. And, and I think one thing that we're not really talking about is his tackling. Yeah, I mean, he is feeling those. Nailing oh, yeah, man. nailing it. So I, you know, he was one of the guys early in the year that was showing up as kind of playing slow, making some what appeared to be mental mistakes right. and stuff. Right. And what I really think I've seen in the last few weeks, in particular, and it probably really makes sense, and I actually feel a little bad at myself for it, is. It took me about halfway through my second year where the game slowed down. Mm -hmm. And when I mentally understood what I wanted to do and what was happening, I was able to play at another level. It looks like about halfway to three-quarters of the way through the year, Grant Delper started really started yeah. mentally yeah. digesting everything that was happening. Yeah. Because the last few weeks, top dog, you yeah. hit it, man. He's a missile yeah. in the run game. I mean, he's flying around and... The, the difference he's making in the run game is a direct correlation to teams not running the ball as good against us the last couple of weeks. And then in turn, what he's now doing on the back end. Yeah. And on that second pick, um, there was a couple points on that. Uh, on that. For, and Emerson on that second pick in yeah. the end zone. Watch it super close. What a subtle little push off he yeah. does oh, with yeah. his left yeah. hand. Yeah. Okay, that's a penalty. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. for sure. I'd have lost my brain. <laughs> Okay, buddy, it's not a penalty <laughs> if you don't get called, okay? And that subtle little push that he does to knock him off his balance because I know what now what Wentz is doing. At game time, I was, like, mortified, and I don't want to say things to be humorous about Carson's uh, Wentz's performance uh, it yesterday. It was terrible. But it was it. really yeah, – if, yeah. if he improved, it would have – he had to improve for it to suck. It was that bad. But um, some of those – that pick was – Sometimes you will throw it up and you anticipate your guy going up to get, get it. it. You know, uh, Emerson did a subtle little push with yeah. that little left hand, just yeah. enough with the ref to his far right yeah. to not get seen. That's a really veteran move by a rookie there on the second pick. And then on that first one, it originally looked like it, now that was a uh, Tampa two coverage, two deep, five under. The yeah. Mike backer's going to run with the tight end through the seam and stuff. Yeah. But it looked, he threw it so damn late that it looked like middle of the field covered by Delford. But I could see what Carson Wentz was doing on that. He's throwing it over to the side, expecting his receiver or tight end. 
to go actually make a football play on it, not to just keep running away from the ball like he was scared. So it was really, it was really amazing. It's funny, see. it's funny you mention that because that definitely was pass interference. They, they, oh, they for sure. And man. then I'll tell you, <laughs> sure, I'll tell you another one that should have been pass interference. They, uh, you know, because the way they call it today, if you watch it, when Terry ran the out on Ward. Oh yeah, what, what, yeah. Ward came and hooked right. him. Hook, yeah. man, you've yeah. called the hooking. Oh, yeah. I'm a DB. Yeah. You know, I can. You know, I say we need the, We call him the DB guy. We need the DB. But, yeah. but you know what, guys? It's interesting because the refs let them play. Yeah. So that's a that's a great point. Ken, yeah. Is and this absolutely happens in the NFL in the off season, training camp, preseason games, early in the year. You see the refs the making those calls. They call them all the time. You can't calls. touch anybody. And that is actually, I believe, done by design to get one offenses going, to make those plays, to tell you early in the year you can't do that. It's 100% this happens all the time, though. By this time of the year, and for you, it doesn't matter for our team now. We're not in the playoffs. But the refs let you play yeah. this time of the year. And from December... For sure in January. Those take Emerson, you get away with those calls. Now you may not get away with them in August and September. And DBs need to know that you can be a little more aggressive. And receivers, you just can't be babies now. You you're gonna get grabbed, you're gonna get pushed. And I and as a quarterback perspective, I don't particularly like it because I want I'd be wanting those calls. But that is the way the game's played right now. You can be more physical this time of the year. One thing that we didn't talk about was, um, you know, fans are upset that Nick Chubb was on the sideline for all four plays inside the 10. Why do you think it seems like Chubb's always on the sideline in crucial situations? You know, 14 carries, 104 <laughs> yards, 7.4 yards a carry, yeah, yeah, 1,448 yeah. yards Ooh. on the year, five-yard average. Second in the league. 12 yeah. rushing touchdowns. Um, a beast. I love my a son. Beast. If I had, if God let me have a second son, I would adopt that young man, Nick Chubb. <laughs> he, would, he would be in my huddle all the time. He, he, he just knows how to run, and you notice he's always falling forward very rarely you see him lose any yardage on a play and then his thighs are i mean they're just thick as tree trunks i mean he's nick chubb is a beast you can say what you want to say he is the beast gap at running the ball well you know what hanford those third graders couldn't tackle me either <laughs> they were bouncing off me like flies <laughs> Yeah, Hanford, do you think you could squat as much as him? Have you seen some of those videos from... Oh, hell no. <laughs> Let me tell you that. First of all, I hate I hated squats. I never would do squats, so no. Cap, I, I had to stay fast. I don't have to worry about those running backs, but if he came through there, Gab, oh. I had to put some on him. Now, knowing, knowing that he's going to drag me a couple yards, you know, I'm not going to say that, but I'm going to hold on to it. But you know what, Hanford, you were teaching us yeah, something when yeah. you were saying those guys leap over the defenders, and it's yeah. only because the defenders close, close their eyes. Up. I can't remember who it was yesterday. Tried to leap over Emerson, I think. Yeah. And he got him. Yeah. He didn't close. I was thinking of you, Hanford. Did he didn't close his eyes. He grabbed him in midair. Yeah. That's the only way. And he they gave his helmet you. right in the. the you give, him a, yeah, I guess, <laughs> give him a Johnson smash. <laughs> yeah, I think. Well, you said it better than I did. <laughs> well, guys, uh, Browns go to Pittsburgh to try to knock out the Steelers um, of playoff content contention. Pittsburgh has won five of their last six games. A big part of that has been the defense. So let's look ahead. What do you guys? think are some keys for us let me 
let me let me say this before you jump into this because uh, you know a lot of people ask me and they say, Hanford, uh, uh, do you miss the game? Right about now, at this time uh, in the season, is when I truly miss the game. A game like yesterday, a game that you know means a lot. Talking about the night game, the Baltimore Ravens and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Isn't that let, the truth? Let me tell you something. God, I love you. That's and so chance, true. <laughs> every single play, guys out there. I tell you, uh, uh, running back for. Um, Najee uh, Harris, 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 kid out of Alabama. Wow, she's I mean, amazing. He, just, His he, he was just will to win. His will, will to, to win. win. Also, Watts, uh, uh, also uh, 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 the nose tackle that got the penalty. Hayward. Uh, Hayward. Cam Hayward. I mean, Fitzpatrick, yeah. uh, the free safety. I mean, those two guys. Bernie, did you see those two guys going at it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Did you see them? After, after, Hayward's, uh, yeah. after Hayward's penalty yeah. and they ended up getting that touchdown. And... That's actually epitomizes. Yeah. That's a, that's that's a new Eric team playing like us old school guys where you know we could fight like yeah. dogs like ourselves on the sidelines and then hug each other yeah. afterwards. To see those two guys, two leaders of their team, going at it like that, and then to to be able to put that behind them, play like they did at halftime in the second half, and have that camaraderie. That's actually special to watch and. Mike Tomlin, too, um, you know, God, he's, he's 15th or 16th year coach, and he's never had a losing season. I mean, the, the Steeler team isn't as talented as quite a few teams, and yet they're 8-8, eight and eight, still in playoff, uh, playoff chances, too. But I loved how he kind of answered that. You know, most coaches, when you have an um, unsportsmanlike penalty like that, especially the re uh, results in a touchdown, they really rip your ass for yeah. that. I mean, yeah. they act mad. They yell at you. They they sulk to the fans. They sulk on the media interviews. Boy, when he, he, Mike had his uh, his uh, uh, halftime press uh, little interview piece, and he goes, "Yeah, we can't do that, but the hell with this. <laughs> this is games like this. We're gonna play with an edge. Yeah, you're gonna play with an edge." And it looked like he was ready to go hit somebody. You know, I mean, I love that type yeah. of. You yeah. know, we talk about the excitement, the adrenaline, the emotion of the game, the emotion that you're yeah. feeling right now that this time of the year, even as old guys now, our bodies still remind, our minds still remember that. Well, I was going to, uh, I was going to ask Ken, Ken, you rem do you believe, or do you remember, uh, do you know the Steelers started the season off two and six? Can you yeah. believe that? Yeah. Yes. Unbelievable. Not there as well. Uh, Hanford was talking was, about this with Bernie and I before. So now they got a chance to make the playoff. Only three two. teams, or two teams, two teams. right? Two, two teams, teams Bernie. 1970. Since 1970, yeah. And now there's three teams. It's the Jaguars, yeah. the uh, Detroit Detroit Lions. Yeah. Who, wow, man, that's a story yeah. for another day. How about yeah. that, Coach? Yeah. Yeah. And what they're doing in Detroit. Good for Detroit. But see, I but, know I know Ken's got his little uh, uh, terrible towel that he's going to sneak <laughs> and, uh, and bring out this week when we play uh, – well, you know the story, Hanford, about the terrible towels, don't you? No, what? So when uh, Steelers started selling terrible towels, well, fans started bringing terrible towels, it wasn't official. So there was run on all the department stores, and all the yellow towels, uh, hand towels, and black hand towels were being bought, but the big, long towels weren't. So the department stores were up in arms. <laughs> so they actually came up with the official 
Myron Cope, terrible towel. I think was he their announcer? Myron or Cope was yeah, a long yeah, time yeah, yeah, yeah. awesome announcer. He was top. He so was yeah, top you got the only thing yeah. you can swing is the official Myron Cope towel, so yeah. that it stopped the department stores from just having. Big giant yellow towels with no hand towels. Right, yeah. <laughs> makes sense. You know, my post uh, being from Youngstown and, and growing up listening to Myron Cope and that, and then playing, and then post career being in the announcing type mm -hmm. stuff and being in those media booths, and then out of respect, I'd pop down to the radio, uh, Browns radio booth, say hi, go into the uh, Steelers one and say hi. And Myron was awesome. He'd be 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock before a one o'clock game. And he'd be having, a, I'd have a beer with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only guy I would talk having a cup, I have a cold one, you know. And I'd ask him if he'd bring his Iron City in. Oh, <laughs> Iron, Iron City. <laughs> but Gab, you're right. To answer your question, this game, uh, uh, the Cleveland Browns and the Pittsburgh Steelers game, is going to be off the chain. Obviously, uh, we don't have any skin in the game, meaning uh, the playoffs. But the Steelers still have something to play for, and I guarantee you. Um, Browns have to be ready to go. I, hey, I remember. Let me. I remember, uh, and I've told the story before, but I remember my rookie season when I came in, and uh, Brian Sype was the quarterback, and Jack Lambert was playing with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I look over and I see Jack Lambert. I said, "Damn, man!" I said to myself, "That's a mean-looking son of a gun." And um, and then Jack Lambert hit Brian Sype. Can I think I told you? This yeah. Story? Hit him on the sideline. And that's when I said to myself, you know, I was a little young kid, you know, rookie starting, and I looked over and I said to myself, wow, this shit is real right here. Uh -huh. Real. Right let, here. Let, me, yeah. let me ask you guys, because I think as fans, we want to know, do the, do the young Browns really get the rivalry? And if the, the, if, do the coaches build up this rivalry, or is it more of a fan thing, or for guys like you, because it meant so much then? But is it really a rivalry? I know they say it on well, the news, know, but – we had it because yeah. almost like when we came to yeah. the team, almost yeah. like um, the team is now, in the um, late, early 80s to mid 80s, we'd always, through the 70s, we'd lost almost all the time yeah. to the Steelers. Yeah, just Until like we. And, all right, and almost just like the last 20 years, the Browns have, have sucked against the Steelers yeah. since we've come back in 99. So we, as young players, it was almost like an embarrassment yeah. slash responsibility for us to stop that. So, like, one of my great kind of career highlights is, you know, we never won at the old Three Rivers Stadium. I still can't say whatever the hell their new sponsorship yeah. <laughs> is. Accra, I'm going to massively show my age. It's not the, <laughs> it's not the hot dog Heinz anymore. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. you know, Three Rivers Stadium, yeah. we were 0-16, 0-17, yeah. you know, as a boy growing up. And then for us in 1986 to go there and break that jinx. I mean, those are massively yeah. monumental things in my memory and that and that. But that was almost like, again, it's um, for what's going on in society, maybe not the right way to say it, but it really was like this. It was life or death for us to win those games. And, and, and the game Sunday is going to be a big game. But can you imagine if this game, both teams were in the playoffs? Oh, and yeah. to be in the playoffs. Like I we mean, should be. Massive. Yeah, Massive so. game, but uh, and you're right. It just it should be. be. It yeah. should be. You know, one of the one of the um, things I found interesting was, you know, we've had some big monumental games where we had to go beat Pittsburgh to get into the playoffs or to keep them out of it and stuff. But they did it. They did a really cool thing or interesting thing. We got to be prepared for in the game this week was against the Ravens Sunday night. 
they did the uh, they ran a six two defense. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know the Steelers. Yeah. Put, they put only three DBs yeah. in the game, mm-hmm. daring you to throw outside and saying that thou is not going to run the ball and stuff. So you know that type of that type of adjustment right now with stuff on the line. Um, I could see some of that. I could possibly see some of that. And that's the thing that uh, that killed me about uh, Roman Greg Roman. I mean. I think the last possession that the Ravens had, I mean, it was like third and uh, I want to say like four or five or something like that. And you're right. They had everybody pretty much six. They they, they were ready because they knew the Ravens was going to run the ball. And I, me personally, I would have uh, – and, 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 and it was – the Ravens had like a little bunch. Uh, offense were – Played right into their hands, and they tried to run the ball with Dobbins, and obviously they did not get the first down, and they took the ball back. And I think what was it, four or five minutes left in the game, and mm-hmm. Pittsburgh take the ball down and score and win the ball game. Yeah, you know Kenny Pickett's stats haven't been right. that exciting. Of in crunch time, <sighs> in crunch time, damn, is he played sweet, especially the last two weeks for a rookie quarterback to bluntly take two. Game-winning drives the last two weeks against a rival like the Ravens on Sunday Night TV. It was, it was impressive to watch that. Well, his situation is almost is almost better than yours. Obviously, Youngstown, from Youngstown, played with the Cleveland Browns. He went to Pitt, and now he's, he's right there with the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. I mean, this kid, I tell you what, he, he showed something. Uh, he showed something. Uh, yeah, you know, he did. He did, and uh, unfortunately, we don't want him to show. <laughs> right. I don't want him to have the record. Right. I don't want him to have the record right. against right. us that I had against right. them. Okay. <laughs> okay, we got Gab raising right. her hand. Right, I'm okay. over here. So the Browns, uh, they're going for the sweep here. They haven't swept the Steelers since you two were playing 1988. Is there any moral victory in kind of getting over that hump? You know, I don't. I don't look at it as a moral victory. Uh, in, I've said it a, a little bit through the, the show here is when you just in the pros, you don't go to the playoffs and you're not a playoff team, um, your season has to be looked at yeah. as a disappointment. Yeah. Um, if you lose the game, you can't take any consolation in, in being close in the pros and stuff. So um, from that perspective, I, I don't, uh, don't think so. But there is a perspective of you do have a mindset against certain teams yeah. um, where they just know they can't beat you. Yeah. So um, from that perspective of showing a team that they really are my little brother or my stepchild and stuff, and then I'm going to bitch slap them around, <laughs> yeah, gonna say, that is essential. I was going to say, are my little yeah, I'm sorry. If, if we'd like it. to do a baseball reference and yeah, Josh Naylor, you, you are to, my son. You have to, yeah, yeah. We're gonna Josh. We'll get Josh here for that. Yeah. Well, you know what? As we think about the Steelers, those those hits that are in that game are game rattling. As a matter of fact, I'm anticipating a few people will get their teeth knocked out on Sunday. But <laughs> but Bernie, we just gotta say since that last show, people have been talking about the teeth that you showed and. <laughs> Down here, one of the great things about this huh. studio is we've got a fan section. We don't have the camera set up in the fan section, but Dr. Dave Kosky from the Kosky DePaul Dental Group huh. is actually out there. By the way, with Gab's uh, sister, uh, Bree. Bree. Yeah. Bree. Beautiful Bree out there. Uh, oh, but yeah, there, I can yeah. kind of get hold them on, in the hold shot. On. Yeah. There they are. How are you going rem- to remember the doctor and forget Bree's name? Because yeah. uh, doctor is my dentist. Yeah. <laughs> no, we have to. <laughs> and, 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 and
that's that Bria's gap sister. So uh, what are you saying? I I have to remember after pull, I got took a little hey, bit Gab, of flack last week. I got your back. Week. On this one, okay, I got your back. He's got. I give yeah. you a hard time, but yeah. Hanford, we okay, know we're, we're like this. Yeah. We, we, uh, I got a little bit of flack last week yeah. for keeping my old teeth in, right. my, in my urine jar, okay? <laughs> my drug testing jar, okay? So my dentist was mad at me for infections and stuff. And since I need new teeth in this off season, okay, we got to be nice here. So, you know. But I, I do. Hey, gotta, but, you know, seriously, on, on that uh, health and wellness, Getting yourself healthy is something I've been massively fixated on, and it is a it is a pitch for Dave Kosky and the Kosky Depot uh, Dental Group and stuff. But one of the things I blew off after all those years of it's my teeth, I'm not taking care of them, I'm not cleaning them, is massive infections mm-hmm. set in in there. And when you have infections in your mouth, it makes you incredibly more unhealthy in your body. And unfortunately, some of the stuff that we'll talk about in the off season with uh, the cognitive uh, issues, um, Parkinson's, um, CTE type things, um, the infections in your mouth, there's a direct correlation to issues there. So you know, taking care of that, I was a bad patient for a number of decades. So well, get on that kick. And, and again, I know we're now we're really doing a commercial for them, but it's, it's not a typical dentist office. It's way more than that. It's health and wellness. And in some of our future episodes, we're really going to talk about health and wellness because I know how important it is to you guys. But uh, facial aesthetics, <laughs> oral surgery, dentistry, you can't say it. Well, I, some I, of I some, can't say it. No, I don't know why Hanford's laughing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go to a close-up of Hanford. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to that cup gog Let's let, let, let. Uh, maybe maybe Hanford's afraid of the dentist and it's a nervous oh, laugh. Maybe it's a nervous laugh, Hanford. Okay, okay, I'll But you know, we talked about you. You'll get me later. I'm still I'm still hurting about the Ohio State Giants. But we talked about early again. Congratulating Pete Rose on the second bet of the uh, of the Ohio sports betting, which started January first. But the very first bet was placed on the Typico Sports app right here in the Big Play Studios by our very own Bernie Kozar, number 19. And it was a $19,000 bet that was placed. But, Bernie, I think you've got some things you want to say about it because this is pretty cool. Yeah, well, I got some things I want to say about it. And I actually um, we're going to have to probably wrap up the podcast because I want to get over to some of the Browns players and coaches to implement the the play uh, some of the, the uh, plays this week to make sure that it actually wins and stuff, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. You make sure you yeah. make sure you in on that play. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're doing good in our business world, yeah. okay, but not that good to not to not win and stuff. But you know, we've talked a lot about the health and wellness. We've talked about um, charity doing good um, uh, by doing well by giving back to people and stuff. Some of the stuff that I've been blessed to do health and wellness wise myself. Um, we've talked about, um, you know, helping out some of the other players who are health and wellness wise, not doing as good as uh, some of the things that um, we've gone through. So if we win this, I'm doing, I also am founder of community at the core. So as a guy in the late third quarter, early fourth quarter of my life, I consider myself somewhat of a environmental evangelist, a community activist, somebody who kind of is a wellness coach. So, um, I, uh, Love to repurpose coal mines and 
planted apple trees on that. So some of the stuff that we're going to do health and wellness-wise with players, some of the stuff I'm doing at community at the core. So come on, Browns. You're going to win this bet because what we win here, I'm going to be able to donate it to charity and yeah. donate it to, to our community at the core and to some of the programs we're doing to help some of our old players out. Well, I'll tell you what, the folks at Tipico were so impressed when Bernie came up with this idea about the bat mill. It was all about charity and helping out community at the core that they said that they're going to boost the bat. So anybody that goes on the Tipico app and looks for Bernie's bat is going to get the uh, sweet boost, the 19 sweet boost from uh, on Bernie's first bet. So look for that on the Tipico app. More details to come this week. Matter of fact, we'll be tweeting it out. Take a look for the Big Play Network and social media. You'll get more into the bets. So, again, hey, great job, Bernie. I think uh, community and really – thanks, Tipico, for supporting us yeah. and supporting um, community at the core. And, and for our, our uh, viewers and listeners out there, I mean, sign up. It's a great cause, and it's a great way to maybe have a little enjoyment and raise money for some some people that really deserve it's, it. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Absolutely. With that, let's roll the uh, big, big play. I would, but I can't find that video. Nah. <laughs> Is Big Plays of the Week our bets video? All right, then never mind. Here we go. <laughs> All right, working out the bucks here. All right, Ken, yeah. we're out to you. All right, here we go. So uh, the team has just been so hot on the bets. So we got some cool ones today. A single star, Titans at the Jaguars. Remember, Jaguars are one of those teams still fighting for the playoffs, but the Jaguars are giving six and a half to the Titans. Yeah, have they have they said on Tannehill yet? I don't know. If he's he's out and stuff. So Jaguars, I, Jaguars minus six and a half. Yeah, I don't I don't think it matters because the Jaguars are, are man, they're hot. They're putting up a lot of points here uh, lately and. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with them. I, I I tell you, they are just hot right now, and they're playing and they're playing for something too. Yeah, something. I think they yeah. I think they yeah. just flex this to the Sunday yeah. night game. Yeah. For that, and um, I've said on the show earlier in the year that I was a teammate and in, uh, in my quarterback room with the great Dougie Fresh Peterson. <laughs> okay, so I have a little bias here towards my Jacksonville Jaguar roots. So I'm, I I absolutely concur with you. I think Jaguars have been escalating this time of the year and although i like i like uh, coach Vrabel a lot and he attempted to rest his guys this week to get uh, henry healthy to to try to yeah. steamroll him yeah. i think it's a tall order to go down there with the way um, jacksonville's been um, but, ascending well trevor lawrence it's a quarterback's league you're seeing these quarterbacks yeah. all over the place that's going to be a fun one to watch but let's go to the three-star Detroit Lions at Green Bay Packers. Packers Ooh. given four and a half. Now, I got to say, last week I said, should they be sitting Aaron Rodgers? And you guys said I was crazy. You're right, man. They're playing for the playoffs. That's a tough one. Where's that game? That's at, it's Green, at Bay. Green Bay. Boy, that's a tough Bernie, you go ahead. Yeah, man, I'm, uh, you know one. what? I love both teams yeah. right now. I really like Dan Campbell. I love how yeah. Detroit's been playing. It's it's Aaron Rodgers, though, you know, and, and – um, what, and it's ironic that literally it was five weeks ago, six weeks ago, that most of the nation was trying to sit him down. Yeah, yeah, you know, I was and, one of them. You know, and that they and they really had no shot at the playoffs. Now they control their own destiny to be at home on, um, and then to let that get away in Lambeau Field. I think it'd be hard pressed to do. I'm a 
I'm going to uh, – I hate to go against Green Bay, but, you know, it's kind of hard right now because Detroit. It just seemed like they found the – Detroit could run the they, ball. Yeah. And, they, and that's, that's yeah. Green Bay's Achilles heel a little bit too. Yeah, like ours is the, the Detroit, rush defense. Detroit right now is just hot. I mean, they are hot, and they're playing well. I'm going to I'm gonna go with uh, Detroit. I like know. Detroit too. And, yeah. you know, you watch Detroit on hard knocks. We yeah. talked about this on the show, that coach. Real quick, guys, is that – is the, are they playing for that coach? Oh, no yeah. question. Yeah, yeah. Well, as players, yeah. we love uh, yeah. as players. Make no doubt anybody out there, owners, people. There's a staff of ex-players, Mark Brunel, quarterback coach, uh, uh, Deuce Staley, the yeah. running back coach, Aaron Glenn, even though I toasted him on the clock play with Marino <laughs> back in the 90s. He's a great dude, a great defensive coordinator. He hires... Um, he's got an ex-old lineman. The yeah. name escapes me right now. Is there, um, when they say run through a wall, they run through a they wall. Remember his press conference when he got hired, oh, and yeah. he, and you know he he set the uh, internet on fire because he said we're gonna bite people's knees, we're gonna chop their knees off, we're gonna beat them off. This is old school That's football. That's the guy you want. That's I know, want. I you know, don't... I love it. I'm a Lions fan you now. You don't want him sitting up there all smart and preppy. Yeah. And, no, and, I like uh, it. So. Uh, uh, I'm I'm on, I'm on the Lions on that one, and that takes us, of course, to the five star. How could it be anything other than the Cleveland Browns traveling to what at one time was Three Rivers, then became Heinz Field, and now it's Acra something, actually insurance company Acra sure. Uh, never know, they might be a sponsor someday if we like that <laughs> yeah, insurance yeah, company. Acra sure, watch that one. Yeah. Browns at Steelers, Steelers minus three. Ooh. Ooh. Well, as you're thinking, let me just say, Ooh. I already went out and said what the hell I think. And besides, I hey, said that, hey, did that, well, and believe that. Um, and I like, you know, I had some glowing, um, justifiably glowing things about Kenny Pickett and his clutchness. I, I watched a show, Get, uh, Get Up, with an old safety, uh, Ryan Clark, who said that uh, Kenny Pickett has... Uh, Kitten hands yeah. and, and onions, well, onion stones, yeah, yeah. okay? So I, I love, you know, how, how he's been playing, Kenny, at the end of the games. But Deshaun, I saw that spark in Deshaun's eyes, and Deshaun hadn't played in those 700 days like we talked about. And albeit to me, um, when uh, on the rare occasions I was out of the playoffs, um, and I know it doesn't correlate into next year, um, the game isn't the same. Um, you can see Deshaun, it means a lot to him right now, even though it isn't playoffs. And the guys, it means a lot to them to play good around Deshaun. So I actually see us wanting to play good, and Deshaun's going to keep us. Deshaun Watson playing better like this. It should keep us in all the games with these points. Let me tell you this. You're talking about Did players. I talk long enough to no, give you a no, good answer? No, 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 <laughs> you what the hell you're going to say? Hey. <laughs> You were uh, you were great. Let me just say this: You're talking about players that's gonna will run through a wall for a coach. Uh, on this particular game, they will they are going to run through a wall for Mike Tomlin. Yeah, yeah. And they do not want to. I don't want to be the dude who makes. Right, I'm the QB. I'm right, hey, I'm Cam right, Hayward, who's a great right. dude. Ohio gonna State. Be the guy going to be the guy who hey. was the player for his only losing record. These guys have a lot of pride. This is going to be there's. We have to physically be ready for 
this game. Saying that, though, I got to stick with my boy over here. So, you know, I got I to gotta go with him. There you go. There, I didn't expect anything go. less. Yeah. I'm, I'm all in on the Browns. Yeah. I think Nick yeah. Chubb runs for a lot of yards, maybe still shot at the rushing crown. And uh, and uh, Miles Garrett, sack and a half away from tying the record, too, from breaking the record for most sacks for the Browns. The Browns all the way. Back over to you, Gab, for the two-minute. All right. Let's go. I'll play the video. We'll just get right into it because we're winding down and good chatter. All right. We're back out to you guys. Two minute warning. Any any final thoughts as we head into this next week? Two minute warning. I'm so blessed that the start of the 2023 uh, year is coming uh, is upon us. You know, I said it earlier about the uh, environmental evangelist, the community activist, the wellness coach. We've been so blessed out there. There's been so much extremism over the last couple of years. I love how we're coming back together. We're getting closer to a sense of normalcy in that. And that I, as much as I'm disappointed, we're not going to be a playoff team this year. Let's finish with a W. I, I, I agree with you. We have to finish with a W. Um, uh, this football team, I mean, We've seen signs of uh, greatness. We've seen signs of uh, just not a very good football team. But I like to see them go out on a winning note. Uh, obviously, it's going to be tough because we're playing the Pittsburgh Steelers, and they're playing for something. They're trying to get to uh, the playoffs, and we're playing them in, I almost said, Three River Stadium. But uh, <laughs> say it again, kid. What's the name? Acrisure. Okay, Acrisure. Accrisure. Yeah. Yeah. Even in sobriety, yeah, I can't yeah, say yeah, that, yeah. okay? <laughs> hey, that's why I always look at kids. Can I say it again one more time? Accrisure. <laughs> uh, I'm going to uh, go back to mumbling. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I want to see, uh, see Deshaun put together back-to-back-to-back uh, -back -to -back games uh, where he's uh, playing extremely well. And, and uh, Cooper, obviously, um, um, I'd like to see him have another good game. Uh, Joku, uh, obviously, and get some other people involved. So, uh, and hopefully, let's see Nick Chubb uh, get that Russian title. Obviously, we have to have a big, big, big day, but I know he's capable of it. But I like this football team. I like this football team, uh, but still very, very disappointed where we ended up this year. Good show, BK. <laughs> <laughs> All right, wait, waiting for the party. Yeah. You got yeah, a little, that, that, a little that, that, baritone in there. I was there, like, huh? where, where was it at? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I waiting on you to give. We left you a little time to say something. Oh, you, oh, you're tossing it to me. Yeah, yeah we, 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 This is new. We yeah. left you a little time. To we say had something. a two, I, we had a two minute warning, but we only, he only left you, know? you like three and a half this seconds. This is great because I, I will say. Uh, Bernie's got his Love Doesn't Shove wristband on, so I'm yes. going to do a tight shot of you. Oh, and that's the yes. only thing I have to plug is uh, the fact that I'm Brown's colors and it's Dating Violence Awareness. And if we hit that bet, think of me too. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Hey, yeah. Good show, hey, you know what? Hey, Seriously, to Gab, and it's not a, a gratuitous uh, shout out, what you do in the community and stuff, yeah. and what Love Doesn't yeah. Shove, and for people that want to figure out um, how yeah. to give back and, and make a difference in people's lives, sometimes it's not uh, some um, the grandiose things you do, but how yeah. you individually affect uh, people and, and individual relationships around you. Some of the beautiful work you do with that. So shout out and congrats. Big I dog. appreciate you. Good show. Good show, bud. Brother. Roof, 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 roof. You matter. Go Browns.